0: listening to the animation addicts podcast with the rotoscopers episode 282 2022 our year in review to today's episode. Hey there animation addicts.
1: I'm Morgan Stradley and
0: I'm Chelsea Robson
1: and we are taking a look back at 2022. The movies we saw, the movies we reviewed, and we're just going to talk about our favorites from this year.
0: We have seen so many different movies this year of we did our dog series, we did like a whole Hotel Trans- Transylvania series. We did our 10th anniversary episode this is kind of crazy. Uh, we, talked wow, about... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about, We talked about the Disney Princess concerts, and oh my gosh, we've done so many things this year. Absolutely,
1: we can kind of break this into two two different groups: movies that we saw. As part of the podcast, and then movies also that came out as part of the animation fair. There, it seems like nowadays that I feel like this started maybe 2015 ish, there just became such an influx of animated films that were released every year. It became harder to see them all, or not that it became harder to see them all, the desire to see them <laughs> all kind of decreased because I feel like the quality wasn't necessarily there, or you just feel totally swamped with stuff. I don't know if you felt that way, but there were times when, when I definitely felt that way. We will, we will talk about that. <laughs> okay.
2: This episode is brought to you by Dragon Ball Legends, the ultimate Dragon Ball experience on your mobile device. Dragon Ball Legends features action-packed anime action RPG gameplay with Goku, Vegeta, Trunks, and all your favorite Dragon Ball characters. Summon your favorite characters from popular Dragon Ball anime series, such as Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball GT to Dragon Ball Super. Fight in real-time against friendly or rival Dragon Ball players from across the globe in live PvP battles. Enter ratings matches with your favorite Dragon Ball characters and earn rating points and rewards. Unite with friends to defeat powerful foes in co-op. Dragon Ball Legends features the best anime fighting scenes on your mobile device. And now, Legends Festival is on, so you can get up to 300 free summon tickets. Are you ready? Download Dragon Ball Legends today. Available for free on both iOS and Android devices. Let's just let bygones be gone. The important thing is that we're pals forever. Am I right? Absolutely, old friend. You see, nothing brings friends together like bells. (sighs) How true, how true. And I think that calls for... (laughs) One more round of uh, jingly bells? Oh, look at you. (laughs) Jingly jingly bells, jingly bells, bells bells on a a New Year's Year's Eve. (laughs) And I'm so glad to be right here that I may never leave. (laughs) Take it, Ra-Ra. Jingly bells, jingly bells, to old friends, everyone. We, we give to you our gratitude for good times, joy, and fun. is <laughs> oh. is a great gang of friends. They sure are, aren't they?
0: When we are looking back at these, it's so funny cuz I can be like, "Oh yeah, I remember exactly where I was when I was watching that." I remember, you know, it's kind of like a resume, uh, a resume of the year, of how mm-hmm. how do I say that? So just a review of of my own year of like in in the life of Chelsea. Where was I, and, and what else was happening? Yeah, what spawned the could Cruella sue Roger episode? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: yeah. So starting with the beginning. You know this kind of leads into it we started off with hotel transylvania three and four because the fourth movie was coming out and we had reviewed the two other ones so we said hey let's let's just go ahead and you know review the other one that we need to do before the fourth one comes out so hotel t3 was the cruise one you know i that's all i really remember from that film right. and then hotel t4 I don't really remember anything <laughs> from that at all, which is <laughs> crazy. It's been Isn't really that a year. The one where like, they
0: all turn I, into, like they swap and they turn into monsters yes, and he turns yes. into a human? And I,
1: I, I vaguely remember that I didn't love <laughs> the way that it ended up. Like the, who inherited the, oh yes, yes, yes. There was the big moment where the boyfriend, I can't <laughs> see, he gets all mad because he finds out he's not going to inherit the, Right,
2: <laughs> hotel, so which weird. makes no
1: sense, and it was like, "Who are you, you selfish little boy?" So <laughs> <laughs> that was that. <laughs> So that that was a good
0: one. So moving on. We finally got to watch Missing Link, which was on my list to watch for years. <laughs> uh,
1: yes. Chelsea has been asking and asking, let's do this. Let's watch this one. And it just kept getting bump, 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 bump. But it actually turned out to be really cute. You know, I really it seems like it, we yeah. did we did a few movies that kind of had these abominable beasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, l- last year, we did a few more of them. I, abominable was one of them that we did earlier. And, and so we kind of all of these. Mysterious Creatures, we we did. And so that was a fun one. We did our 10-year anniversary episode. Now, let's not forget our nerdy couch discussions. That's something that we've introduced the past few years. We've broken this up, made them our separate episodes. So, you know, we talked about Bruno because the beginning of 2022 – We Don't Talk About Bruno was just this crazy phenomenon. It was was literally playing on the radio. So we were talking about that and it worked out perfectly because in 2021, we really did spend a lot of time on different songs. Um, and Disney songs, mm-hmm. and, and analyzing and breaking down the different categories that songs can fit into. So it just was a natural progression that we're going to continue to do that. And as, with Chelsea being the resident music expert, Woo-hoo. there will never not be a time when we don't talk about songs on the Animation Addicts podcast. <laughs> of we have to tap into her expertise. What else do I have which to leads offer us at into <laughs> the Disney Princess concert, which Chelsea went to.
0: Oh, it was, was it was great fun. That episode is is really cool. You can go back and listen to it and and see all the funny, fun things. Marissa came along and all the princesses were amazing. We got to see Susan Egan up there, which is like, oh, yay.
1: <laughs> lots and lots of fun with that. Then we had the Aristocats. So we were kind of, we've done, we love our Disney films. Okay. They're, we're not going to lie. We love our Disney films. We f- will forever. Predominantly lean disney on on the the podcast now actually quite a few of the films this year i feel like oh we're always going to disney and we're not giving these other studios a chance but there aren't that many films that are not that we haven't done it's not like we just did disney this year there's quite a bit that we Well, there there aren't that many
0: movies on the disney canon that we haven't done yet like over past 10 years we've done a lot of them and so it's
1: getting a bit more obscure. Yeah.
0: We're getting to <laughs> or the less
1: favorite. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not to say, I really like the Aristocats though. So I don't want to like say that that one's not one of my favorites or something. It's just, no. Yeah. It's a I, every
1: time I watch it, I enjoy it but it's just not one that's going to be like my first go-to one. Like let's have a Disney movie night. So then we had our best Disney dates, which was
0: fun. I really liked getting that episode together.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We, We have some really fun ideas for nerdy couch discussions. They allow us to stretch our creative wings sometimes. So those were some good ones. We went back to Oliver and company. We, you know, Disney again, Shrek ever Shrek forever after. So we finally did the fourth So far and final Shrek film, which is crazy to think that we've, you know, finally hit that milestone. And that was just such a behemoth of the early 2000s, that that franchise, however good or bad it did. It seems like once they get to these fourths, they haven't quite ever really.
0: um, They don't pan out in my (laughs) mind, so, you know. We forgot about turning red. Turning red was me.
1: <laughs> How could, I? I mean, not that I forgot about it. i was just kind of skipping over <laughs> different things. But turning red was interesting because you know these, this was one of the new releases. We were very upset that it didn't get the proper theatrical treatment that it deserved, and that it was advertised as up until a moment before, almost a month or two before, then they kind of took you know the rug from out from under us. Said, "Oh, just kidding, Disney Plus." And you know how I feel about Disney Plus. Disney Plus, and I am not ashamed. It just, it is what it is to me. It feels like direct-to-DVD quality stuff. It's like, this is, you know, and and we can see with some of the films that are coming out, the, you know, there are some good ones. Obviously, anything Pixar's putting out is the high, high upper echelon quality, but it feels like some of this other filler stuff that they're putting in just feels lesser quality disney Toon studios mm-hmm. it's it's direct-to-dvd type of stuff just because hey you know like no one's gonna really analyze it too much over there but turning red that was probably one of the more controversial ones i just didn't love it uh-huh. i didn't feel you yeah, know it's, it was it's one uh, of those
0: movies that people really either really love it or they really yes. just don't and that's fine too because it's it like there's i feel like every movie's going to find its audience somewhere
1: it just felt totally different from Pixar, which that's fine. You can grow, and you can be different, but Pixar really has established itself as this family friendly brand. And I just wasn't sure that the subject matter and even the message at the end just really worked for me. Mm-hmm. But hey, that's okay. You know, they got to take their chances where they are. So Oliver and company Shrek forever after we did sidekick songs. So uh-huh. our favorite Sidekick songs <laughs> and breaking those down. Then another one that we did was the bad guys. And to me, this was kind of one of the sleeper hits of the year. Yeah, this was... I went into this, not expecting anything from it and enjoyed it so much.
0: Yeah. This was probably, if I'm looking at it, one of the top three movies that I saw this year. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So good. So unexpected. And it's based on a a comic, kind of a graphic novel series. So I want to check that out for my kids because my kids actually really love the bad guys. They think it's so, oh, so great. So.
0: Oh, even though attempts. even though Pippa got sick during it,
1: <laughs> uh, let's not talk about that. <laughs> she, uh, we had to go to H and M and we bought her these socks to you know wear. I don't know why she needed socks. I think <laughs> she thinks she needed socks. So I'm like, well, we're buying you a dress anyways, and since I'm here, and since H and M is so far away, like we're just gonna pick up these socks. They're uh, a sock for every day of the week. So they have a little oh, like nice. a unicorn on it, and that says Monday, and or it has a butterfly, Does and She it says still wears them. She wears them all the time, but she always wants to wear the specific one for the specific day. So. If kind of created a problem because i'm like this doesn't match what you're wearing today but whatever I've, I've come to the point where i'm like you be you you dress yourself
0: and you know I and you love it myself. you know
1: strawberry pants with rainbow shirt go for it
0: <laughs> that's so that's then, what being a three-year-old is all about exactly
1: so then we go into chicken run which was a lot of fun to finally do that one, you know, twenty-two years later. And then we had an interesting nerdy couch discussion, a little bit legal. Could <laughs> Cruella sue Roger? So still kind of going into some songs, but in a different way. We were we were hitting that conversation, so that was fun. Well,
0: that was also during you know the Johnny Depp trial, and so it was probably <laughs> one of the more like we we hardly ever do things that are culturally like relevant <laughs> at the moment unless it's like a new movie that came out but yes yeah, so
1: we like to keep it timeless yeah
0: we 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 try to lean in more toward the evergreen side but that one was definitely for the moment perfect i loved it <laughs> mm-hmm. and so this was our
1: what was it our foul series oh uh, yes <laughs> The Flying Fowl. <laughs> flying Fowl <laughs> series. So let's hit these up. We had Chicken Little, Swan Princess, 9 and 10 while we were at it. Yes. So those were, you know, a variety of different fowl <laughs> that we hit <laughs> up. And we also, in the middle of that, we talked about our ranking Pixar songs. And that was really fun because we will go into a Pixar series very, very soon. I'll jump into it. I mean, we, we did our Disney Canon tier ranking and that we had six different no, we had 7. Uh there's 7 different. There's the the golden age, the wartime era, the silver age, the bronze age, the renaissance age. The post Renaissance age and the revival era. So, that was seven different nerdy couch discussion episodes, gave us a lot of content. We liked that. (laughs) (laughs) And those were really fun. And we got great feedback that people just really loved going back and talking about each one of those and our thoughts on those. And it just gives you a chance to go back and think about the different films, uh, their importance in the time that they came, uh, similarities to other films during that age. Just really, really good time. So definitely, if you haven't checked those out, go back and listen to those episodes. And then, and we'll go back to the other movies, but I'm, while I'm here, might as well we did the same thing for Pixar. So we only had about four different ages for Pixar, the classic age, the golden age, the sequel age, and the post or the post Lasseter age.
0: <laughs> Didn't quite Future end up with the happy side, TVD. but you know, we're, we're TVD. here, we're, we're moving forward still. <laughs> it is what it is for now.
1: <laughs> you know, five years we can, we can come back to it and say, you know what, this is a better name, Yeah, but we don't have one right now. Those were really fun as well. Cause I feel like those aren't necessarily as broken down and discussed as the Disney yeah, ages. Most so it was fun to kind of
0: I haven't gone through that. So that it seemed a little bit more like, oh, we are cutting edge. <laughs> so novel,
1: yes. <laughs> so going back to the other films, you know, Swan Princess 9 and 10, they were what they were. It, it They were just kind of funny, kind of a joke. <laughs> interesting to tap into the podcast oh, see, and, and
0: look at those that's the thing i i, I got surprisingly into so the swan princess nine. nine yeah
1: yes nine is good i was Ten like, is like this okay. is my jam right man <laughs> this is the sequel that isn't didn't lead up to the hype of the first one yeah. which was nine swan princess nine was really really the star and the reason of all of them i'm like oh this is the one we need to do <laughs> yeah
0: definitely i i i would probably if i'm looking at okay of my top Three movies. I might even put that in there. I don't know. We'll see. Mm, okay. Pin that for later. I'll pin that.
1: We talked about Alice in Wonderland with our friend John, which was great. We,
2: that was a deep dive. Another
1: one long on the list that just kept getting pushed. You know, it was never one of my favorite films, so I think that's maybe one of the reasons why I'm like, meh, we could do it another day. And then it leads us into talking about the Disney Afternoon, which was cool because the Disney Afternoon was everything in the 90s. And that was to prep for the Chippendales Rescue Rangers episode. That was so the direct-to-DVD, to direct-to-Disney direct-to Plus film, which we just had to talk about. It was just, you know, occasionally... One of the, one of those comes along. I mean,
0: as far as the straight to Disney plus ones, like this one was just that, that sleeper one of like, oh, you mean this really could have actually been of of theatrical (laughs) and probably should have in a lot of, in your, if you're comparing them. So I really liked Chippendale. That's actually the only one that I've probably gone back and tried to watch again. (laughs) So surprising. I know.
1: So then we do the secret of Kells which it was good to do. It was I good to it do. Was... It,
0: it was one that had always been people had been trying to tell us to do it and so it was always on the list and like literally since 2000 and like 13. <laughs> <laughs> so 10 years later we did it. We finally <laughs> did this. Like I'm I'm not kidding you. People were telling us to do this. So it was kind of strange for me to <laughs> You'll have to go back and listen to the episode, but <laughs> That one. Yeah, we did it. So there we go. Woohoo.
1: Then we head into our dog series, Fox and the Hound, Sergeant Stubby and American Hero, Frank and Weenie, Isle of Dogs and Scoop. Quite a range of dog movies. Obviously, there are so many more dog movies that we yeah, could have yeah. done. Some of them we have done, obviously. But I think we got a nice mix of different studios. So we have Disney. We have, you know, um, Tim Burton through Disney. Um we have Wes Anderson. We have Warner Brothers. So we have quite a few, you know, more of an, an independent studio, really a range of, of dogs as being our main hero. And that took us quite a few months. We went through that and ended with Scoob, which wah, wah, <laughs> didn't, didn't work too much for me, but that's okay. Um, then we we moved into something interesting. We did Barbie and the 12 Dancing Princesses. You know, we had previously done Barbie as the princess
0: and the pauper, which I really enjoyed that one. That was 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 21. Uh, But yeah, yeah, so this one, the 12 Dancing Princesses, we we were able to have soul on that one, which I love it. Yeah. Always great to have new people.
1: Then Disney's Strange World. So we didn't hit every single new release that came out this year, but there are some flagship tentpole ones that we just got to do in the Disney newest one. We, We just, you know, we are. Disney fans through and through. So we got, we got to hit that one. Now at the end of this, I do want to talk about maybe some films that we didn't review on the podcast that had come out in 2022. Cause there are some where I'm like, ah, I really wish we could have done that. Mm-hmm. It just didn't work out. And then we had a few more nerdy couch discussions. We talked about the best and worst Disney live action
0: adaptations. Woo. Okay. <sighs> you know how I feel about that. I know. Cinderella forever. (laughs) Oh, yes. Definitely Cinderella forever.
1: Then a really fun one, which just is the epitome of a nerdy couch discussion to me, is tier ranking the Disney CEOs. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? I never thought that Michael Eisner would come back as a a positive figure in my (laughs) life. (laughs) But having seen where we are now...
0: Oh, gosh. Woo. Yes.
1: I mean, yes. yeah. Go listen to that one for all of our takes. <laughs> that was a great one.
0: Oh, man. And then we go into the holiday season, which is always a, a blast for us. Beauty and the Beast, the Enchanted Christmas. <laughs> oh, such a classic.
1: Uh, speaking of direct video and, and their uh, <laughs> forte. <laughs> Where's Mason Macy need him? <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, we couldn't help but wrap it up with... Oh, the so infamous. horrible, but just the the, the train wreck that you can't <laughs> stop watching. The Swan Princess Christmas Swan Princess 4. So that was our big high note that we ended the year on, Chelsea. <laughs> and know. now here we are. Here we
0: are <laughs> once again
1: i do want to go back so if we're looking at different animated films that had come out there was a new ice age the adventures of buck that came out onto disney plus which you know what uh interesting so fortunate because it was part of the acquisition of blue sky and they had certain things in development and then they just like kind of release them to the wind and said, here you go. Right. And then shutter, you know, stuttered the studio and, and closed up shop, which really, it just seemed like, oh, you just purchased us because you didn't like our competition. <laughs> no, that's exactly what I really what think that's what it, you no, know, one of exactly the main reasons is. Is, is they are taking up dates on our theatrical calendar and, you know, making X amount of money. And, and that's what, so that's what companies do. Sometimes they just purchase a company that is a, a competitor. And yes, it may be an incredible company, but they have no intention of doing anything with it because they're like, we want to be the only one. Right. That's what we want. We want to
0: pick out your best talent, get rid of the rest, and then we'll Mm -hmm. do whatever we want with your catalog, because sure. We liked it. People like it. So
1: yay. We have the sea beast, which came out on Netflix, which I haven't seen that, but it looks pretty cool. Other ones we didn't see. (laughs) does Pinocchio count? I'm not going to count that. That's kind of a live action remake that has animation. We talked about it. The League of Super Pets, we Uh, did not uh, participate in, but I know that it was, you know, definitely I saw lots of commercials for it. It was kind of a summer release. My kids would have liked it. We just never got around to seeing it. There was Lightyear. That came out surprisingly. We it. didn't do, you know, the big <laughs> Pixar film, but we just uh, our heart wasn't in it because we're just kind of I'm just disappointed. I just I'm kind of mad, disappointed with Pixar and what they're right. doing. What well, they did to the Toy Story four, and then we got this, and I was like, eh. Well, no, I
0: thanks. did see this for us. <laughs> I took the I took the bullet, and uh yeah. So that my review of that is on our uh, Pixar post Lassiter's era. Mm-hmm. Yeah good times.
1: Then the, you know, other notable ones is Minions, The Rise of Gru. I
0: really, really like sh- that one actually.
1: Yeah. I didn't see it because I've just, again, I'm kind of fatigued with some of these films, especially as we're getting into the three, four, and then we're spin-off territory. Yeah. It's just too much for me. And I just, I am an animation addict, but I know where I need to stop. I yeah. know my limits and I'm still addicted, but not going over the edge. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're just microdosing here and there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually I'm thinking about it. Like, did I like Rise of Gru as much as I thought? I think I gave that one a passing grade. Uh-huh. But I I don't think that I actually really liked it cuz now that I'm thinking about what was it even about? I mean, I know what it was about but like I think there was just a lot of things that happened in that movie that it was just like, I don't know what you're trying to do. Like there was a, there were three, yeah, there were three main stories that were happening and it was just too much and to follow. Mm -hmm. So I I don't think that it, I, it would make my top three, but it was, it got a passing grade.
1: Another one was pause of fury, the legend of Hank. Now this came out around the same time as the league of super pets. And I kind of was confusing them. Even one was one was more Asian inspired. The other one was obviously superhero inspired, but they kind of just blended into the same for me. And then I think one of the most notable that we didn't talk about, which I think we should, we should add to early 2023 is, is Skydance animations luck. Yeah. Now this one came out on Apple TV and this is, I feel the problem with animation and just movies right now in general is that everything's so disjointed and everyone has their own streaming platforms. They're trying to get different films to be a flagship release on this platform to get people to sign up or this platform. So this didn't come to theaters. It was exclusively Apple TV and I wasn't going to go out of my way to subscribe to Apple TV just for this one. Unfortunately, it just, I'm sorry, I wasn't going to, but I really, I guess, I guess I might have to because it looks really good. And again, this is where John Lasseter moved over to. He moved over to Skydance. And this was kind of the first one that he was involved with. Yeah, that would be interesting uh, to see and, how they do. And so I kind of want to see, okay, like what translated, what's different, you know, what's, what's the studio all about. So. That's those are the those are what came out the ones that we didn't touch on the podcast. Let us know which one of those from twenty twenty two you know were really diamonds in the rough that we need to talk about so I think we could you know maybe early in twenty twenty three do a twenty twenty two catch up you know now that the Christmas season is over and we have our new year's resolutions and we're we can we can go back to some of those that maybe we missed. and and review them. And I think luck should be on our 2023 list for sure. I agree. Let's do it. So let us know your thoughts, your favorite movies that we did this year on the Animation Addicts podcast. And also that just came out in general that you say, hey guys, you're you're really sleeping on this one. You need to do this. So if you could, you could just pick three top ones that you had reviewed this year, which would they be?
0: So the... Top ones that I've reviewed, uh, and I'm not going to put them in, in order as in this is my number one because I don't really know it's been a while since I had to like really rank them that way. but my top three, definitely bad guys. I'm going to say Swan Prince is Nine, and then also Chippendale. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, okay, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do the bad guys, Isle of Dogs. Uh, let's throw Fox and the Hound in there.: Ah,
0: classic.
1: And I don't know. Then those, you know, the Christmas ones are so good. Yeah, They are yeah, more just for the discussion of them. But <laughs> <laughs> um, Good times on the podcast. Thank you to everyone who has supported us and listened, you know, whether you are a patron, a subscriber, listener, we love you guys and we appreciate your support year in and year out. Thank you so much. It's crazy that this is, you know, our 11th year of doing the podcast, yeah. which is pretty crazy. And we're still doing it, which is awesome. (laughs) So we will be doing much more. Let us know, go to rotoscopers.com. I don't know what, but, um, (laughs) check out the website, get all the news
0: and reviews. I, I
1: want to let them to let us know, Let us know your thoughts. Send us a voicemail. It'd be really cool to do a year-end show where everyone sends in their thoughts about 2022. So if you'd like to send us some voicemails, go to rotoscopers.com slash voicemails. As always, thank you to the patrons. If you would like to consider being a patron to support the show even further, we have a lot of fun perks. We have our patron community. We have special episodes just for the patrons. We have bonus ad-free episodes. So if you don't love the ads, hey, This is the easiest way to not get those. Plus, you get bonus content at the end of each of those episodes. Good, good times. And it's just an easy way to support the show. And we love you guys for that. So that's all I have for this episode. Until next time, we We are are the Rotoscopers.
0: My voice sounds so bad. (gasps) Well, he's okay. He's okay. (laughs) It'll it'll Um, just be like, oh, you lost your voice again? Oh, okay.
1: (laughs) Uh, It happens to Chelsea.
0: (laughs) The singer can't. It sounds better
1: towards the end. I I didn't really notice it as much, so. Okay. (laughs) Um, Okay, let me end this. Go check on the kiddos. They're watching Nightmare Before Christmas because Pippa has been begging For a long time to watch it. So, um, and then Graham didn't want to watch it. He wanted to watch something else. But I was like, hey, if we put on, what if we put on the sing-along version? Because he can read now. And he, like, is reading at, like, a third grade level. And he loves to read everything. So he loves when we're listening to songs. If I have my Spotify on, he wants to hold the phone, which normally I don't do phones ever, but he likes to watch the lyrics. Oh, yeah. You know, you can see the lyrics. So I was like, okay, this is a fine screen time activity because yeah. it's helping him read. And He likes to whatever. So, um,
0: <laughs> to that was the,
1: yes, that was the compromise we made. And I think he was satisfied with that, but so I got to make sure that everyone's still alive over there. And okay. Um, yes. So let me end this.
0: All right. Ending now.